Rob and joined by Joe. I'm here, everybody. Don't worry. Uh, and we are on minute 89 of Tombstone. Uh, in this minute, Morgan dies and Wyatt walks outside. <laughs> like the, the, <laughs> the first half of that sentence, so meaningful. The second half, not so much. And then well, Wyatt walks outside. It's, it's what happens. Um, so we kind of, it started in the last minute. We sort of see the tail end of this minute, but uh, of Morgan's life. Um, but he, he mentions that he can't, that he can't see a damn thing. Uh, and apparently, yeah, pretty. It, uh, I don't know about this, Rob. About what I'm about to say? No, I just the outlook of this film. Well, apparently, this actually happened. These were Morgan's last words to Wyatt. Um, and they had promised each other to sort of let the other one know what happens when you die. Really? Yeah. According wow. to Wikipedia. Um, but yeah, how about that? There's a lot of people there when, uh, when, when Morgan died. I, I, we can get to to the point I want to get to a little later. So those are like verbatim. Those are his last words. Um, I thought it was. That's amazing. Those are, those are awesome last words. So dark, so metal. <laughs> it is pretty metal. Um, he apparently said, um, well, I can't find where it is. I thought oh. I saw somewhere what he, what he said when he died. Oh, he said, um, in the book Wyatt Earp, Frontier Marshal, um, the author wrote that Wyatt had said that Morgan before dying whispered to Wyatt, I can't see a damned thing. And Wyatt said that they had promised each other to report visions of the next world when they w- went at the point of death. Are we sure that he said that because of that promise, or did he lose his sight in his last moments? I don't know, but that is from the Dictionary of Deathbed Quotations, which is a weird <laughs> book. Wow. Right? Who, 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 who do you give that book to? Podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> just podcasting um <laughs> as our friend uh uh and former huckleberry uh other rob would say just funnin just funnin um <laughs> yeah so apparently that's what happened i don't know i, I mean it, it, it i guess white wouldn't necessarily know if he said it because he was going blind or if he was answering it or both. Well, I mean, right? in, in the in the world of the film, it's a callback to that discussion they had earlier. Yeah, um, obviously, it's and it's it's dark, but I, in my opinion, accurate. There's there's no god, but anyway. <laughs> I love like, how like like so many like people use like memeify this film to like suit their own political purposes. Yeah, like I'm hoping like. I happen to be an atheist, but like I, I, I grew up and stopped making a big deal out of it because I'm yeah. an adult, you know. Yeah. But there's so many like like people on the internet who are like constantly harping about it or stuff. Like, what if this death scene becomes like the 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 Sam Harris Richard Dawkins like clan like their new meme? <laughs> <laughs> see, Morgan didn't see anything. Well, I, and I and I and I think it's like I think the third time I brought it up, but like this movie in a weird way is almost um 
it, it kind of doesn't have much of a strong political view, which allows you to take bits and pieces that you want and turn it into whatever you'd like. And like, that's what I was trying to get at when I talked about how interesting the Doc Holliday character is, and that you yeah. know, if he wasn't a gunfighter and he was a, um, you know, if you know, if if Doc Holliday was a football player in the NFL and acted the same way, a lot of people would really dislike him. Who love this movie? I would, I would think that might be the case. But and I don't know. I just think this movie's interesting because you can, you can. It's malleable. You can do what you want with it. Well, but then those same people would probably love him because I'm assuming his family owned slaves. So, oh jeez. Um, do you? I will say it's hard to watch this scene a little bit now with Bill Paxton's untimely death in real life. Yeah, or, it's like it's rough and. <laughs> And in so many movies he has, he, like, has to die. Yeah. He so seldomly makes it to the end. Well, especially with the sequences, you know, it's it's sort of uh, pretty rough with all the blood and just how it kind of, like, I don't know, he talks about what he's seen before he dies. And, you know, it gets pretty pretty dark here. Yeah. Um, Which is important, right, because this is now – this is our trigger, right? This is this yeah. is the end of the second act, right? This is probably the end of that. And now we, uh, um, next week we'll jump into uh, from that point on the third act, the vengeance of Wyatt. And what are we supposed to make of that? Like, so Wyatt kind of backs away with his hands in the air, covered in his dear brother's blood. Yes, showing him to everyone. And, and, and like he, like kind of, sh- sh- Maddie comes in and looks at him like horrified about what has happened, and he, they exchange a super weird look. What is that all about? Like, he kind of, in my interpretation, he looks at at her like, "Can you believe?" I, I don't even know. I don't even know what. It's super strange. I think. Do you <sighs> know what I'm talking about? I do. The only thing I could think of that's happening for him is that he's sort of looking at his brother's blood on his hands and sort of like that is what's like, it's kind of setting in for him there that like, you know, this is my brother's blood. My brother is dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like moving from, um, and, and like looking at her and thinking it's like, a, what, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Yeah, like I think it's just sort of like shock and that that setting in for him that is his his brother's gone and, and that's sort of in the movie like the stakes get high now right like you know we've had close calls so far for our heroes but like this is where you're like oh they can die in this movie right like there's like TV shows have to hit that at a certain point too where it's like hey your hero your your main characters might not make it yeah. And I think that's important for this too. I mean, we you know we just have Virgil who looks like he might die, but oh no, he's just gonna lose an arm, right? Uh, it's it's no big deal. Like, I know that all this stuff's real, but you know, in the in a, a narratively, this also like the stakes are really high now. Yeah. Um. So then, before Wyatt walks outside, I want to I want to talk about who is there. Um. When uh, when Morgan died, I had mentioned uh, yesterday that Lou was actually not there. She was uh, away on vacation, so his in real life his wife wasn't there. But what I really want to get into, Joe, I want to talk about someone who was there that never gets talked about. Okay, and that is Warren Earp. Oh, the, the other brother. Yes, 
the the youngest brother of Wyatt. We, I, have we brought him up at all? We have podcast? not. Because I, I, I read a lot about the Earps when I was in elementary school. They, my uh, Where I was living in California at the time, they, my the library had a super, really cool like encyclopedia of the Old West that I was obsessed with. Okay. And I, I remember reading a lot about the Earps. And I, I basically, I, I do remember that there's a war in Earp, but that's kind of all. Is he like the the Manning brother that didn't play? Well, not quite, because there's um, a James and Newton Earp, which are even older brothers, but they weren't really part of the story. But what's weird about Warren Earp is he does become part of this Earp vendetta. He um, he was not there. He was not in Tombstone when the gunfight at the OK Corral happens. Um, but after Virgil was ambushed, he returned back. He gets deputized by Wyatt, and then, uh, you know, uh, when Morgan is murdered, he's there. Uh, yep. So he's actually there in the room when it occurs. Not when it occurs, but when he dies. Like, he's there in the room. Yeah. Um, and he's he joins the posse, and, um, you know, later on, I think we, we see uh, – uh, we see it, the Frank Stillwell stuff. Like he, he's part of that. Like Wyatt, Doc, Turkey Creek, like all Sherman McMaster group. But he's not in this movie at all. Okay. Um, and what I find interesting about him is this will shock you. Um, one of the issues with him is he had a temper. Like the Earps were worried about his temper. Uh, do you want to play? How did he die? I do. I always okay. want to play. Um. So when he was 45 years old, so in 1900, uh, he got involved in an argument with rancher Henry Hooker's. Um, <laughs> That's a great name for a rancher. Uh, Old man house. Hooker. And he's he's in this movie later on. Is he the Charlton Heston character? Yes, he is. Okay. So <clears throat> that character, that guy, he later on uh, has an argument uh Warren Earp has an argument with his range boss and they just sort of kept arguing and they were drunk and then um apparently bystanders said they had never heard any man take such abuse as they were yelling and oh. Warren yelled at him well said, I've taken <laughs> I take that abuse five times a week and he said boy it get your gun and we'll settle this right here I've got mine go and get yours so then boy it who is the um the range boss uh, heads out, returns shortly with a 45, two 45 caliber Colts. Boyett calls out Earp, who walked in from another doorway. Immediately upon seeing Earp, Boyett fires two rounds, but both missed. Curly Bill School of Shooting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Earp stepped calmly outside of the saloon onto the street without producing a weapon. Boyett fires two more rounds, missing again with both. <laughs> I like this guy. Uh, Earp entered the saloon again and walked towards Boyett, opened his coat and vest, said, I have not got arms. You have a good deal the best of this. Earp continued walking towards Boyett, talking the entire time. As Boyett warned him several times to halt, Boyett appearing slightly frightened but angry. Uh, when Earp did not stop, Boyett fired a fifth round, this time hitting Earp in the chest, killing him instantly. <laughs> what was he do? Why did he keep walking towards <laughs> I him? I don't know. Uh, I've always they, wondered that in movies when like the heroes do that like badass move where they just walk towards the person. 
Yeah. And like in the movies, it always works. <laughs> nice to see at least one time in real life, the guy was like, why is he, he's making this easier for me. Yeah. And the, I mean, he shot at him four times and he missed all those times. And then the fifth time it killed him, killed him instantly. All he had was a pocket knife in his fist. Huh. So, uh, yeah. Old, uh, old Warren Earp just kind of erased from history. <laughs> um, pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting death. That's probably our best death so far. Well, I don't know. We had the the composer singer who like cut his hand and bled to death. Oh, well, I mean that's oh, <laughs> I guess a weirder death. But this this one is definitely more dramatic. Uh, do you have anything else on this minute, Joe? Nah. Um. Well, I think it's survey time. Uh, just uh, re- no. Oh no. <laughs> Just a reminder to our listeners. Did we have a big bump from last week's episode? Uh, we had a bump. Okay. Um, but, you know, give it time. This will be up forever. Um, yes. Here's a little secret. Um, we're recording this before last week's episode's aired. Shh, shh. They do so not need to know. There's no way there could have been a bump. <laughs> no one wants to know how the sausage was made. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to throw some compliments your way, Joe. Some things that people said. Oh, no, um, that means there's insults to follow. They said that uh, they enjoy the interplay between Rob and Joe has created a tone that's just right. We have one person here who just wrote Joe FTW. That means for the win, Joe. Uh, I win? For the win. Oh, cool. Um, But what I'm more interested in <laughs> is this person here. I This question is... What do you like the least about Tombstone Minute? <laughs> oh, no. And they said, I like Joe's displeasure at puns the least. <laughs> Everyone loves them, especially those who say they don't. They really mean that they do. <laughs> Are they, they're calling me a closet pun lover? Yeah, they're, call, they're calling you out. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do love a good pun. Rob's aren't good. <laughs> um, so I'm going to tell one more. If we have some time, we're going to tell a little yeah, more. Yeah, I, I want to be very clear on this. Puns are great. Not like mine. Not universally great. Like, puns aren't inherently good. Rob's are 10%, 10% of them are good, I'd say. Um, Maybe more. So I'm, I'm picking on someone here a little bit. I don't oh. know who they are, but I found this really interesting. Um, oh, I could I... see it as a summary, but I can also see responses. So I don't know who this is, but I can see their responses grouped together. They said they listened to the podcast. They said they've listened to like over 26 of them. Jeez. Right? They like when we have guests. Um, they like it's a healthy mix of, you know, the movie and us going off topic. We ask, uh, you know, what do you like most? They said they have, a, they love that they have a, they're having, uh, they have a feeling that they're having a beer with Rob and Joe while they yak it up. Right. That's really nice. Um, they asked, uh, you know, what they like the least. It's, you know, could use a little bit testosterone heavy, could use a little, you know, female perspective. Hey, that's fair. I have no problem with any of that. Thank you for the feedback, whoever you are. Yeah. We do, uh, make an effort to include female guests. We just, yep. uh, just girls won't talk to us. Yeah. So, um No, actually we I, I feel like we I, I guess I don't I don't know, but in the whole minute by minute universe, do we are we on the more male centric 
uh, end of that, you would know better than me. I think it's, I mean, it's hard. It's a Western, right? Um, uh, so here's my favorite part. This is why I love this one. Um, then we have a question here. He goes, we're going to start another minute by minute podcast later this year. Will you listen? Right. This person has said like, Hey, I like it. feels like I'm getting a drink with Rob and Joe. That's fun. Um, the choices are yes, maybe depends on the movie and no, this person said no, <laughs> <laughs> well, which I love. I, I love mean, the... uh, yeah. I mean, the, every every fun night with some beers has to end. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Listen, I had I went out and had fun with Joe and Rob. Had a beer with them for uh, you know many hours, how many and I don't want to do Earth... it again. Okay, so think about how many hours of content, like by the end of this movie, we're gonna have out there. How many people um, on this world, on on this world, geez, on this world. in this world, Terry? Do you so want to sp- do you want to spend that much time with? Yeah, I'm not blaming this person at all. Oh, I'm certainly not. I don't want to spend any more time with me, but I have I, no choice. I love. I just love how they're like, "Yeah, that was fun. I don't want. I don't want to do it again, though." <laughs> Good. Then maybe times. they just don't trust us. Uh, if we do do another minute by minute, they just don't trust us to pick the right movie. I mean, nor should they. And if they knew what movie y- you slash kind of me want to do, I I don't <laughs> blame them because it's 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 it's, it's significantly worse than this movie uh yep (laughs) (laughs) but But it'll it'll be fun but we're not there yet we're not there yet you gotta we're gonna make our listeners listen to we We gotta finish this one first but we're getting pretty close we are um do you have anything else on this minute we think we're we're good Nah, let's uh let's call it a night all right tombstoneminute.com slash survey and let us know what you think. And you know what? We'll read it on air. That's a fun thing. Um, all right. We'll be back tomorrow.